Hi everyone, I'm Monsa. And I'm Portia. Welcome to Assume It Will Be Brilliant. Shondaland Sam Podcast. And we're back. Hi, Portia. Hi, Dobbs. How are you doing? Well, I'm sure you can hear it. My voice is a little bit congested. But other than that, <laughs> I'm doing fine because I'm indoors instead of outside where it is currently minus 18 degrees, which is, by the way, pretty warm. I, oh, my word. No, it's true. Like when it hits minus 12, it is balmy. You know, it is summertime. <laughs> it's time to take a slow stroll. It's funny you should say, because here um, we're having, I think it's La Nina, and it's basically the opposite of El Nino when we okay. had the heat waves a couple of years ago. So now we, we've now got like heavy rains and it's just been like this very cool summer. And I love summer, but this has been autumn it's really Taylor Swift weather in summer. And I like not, just not like... having the entire <laughs> season of fall to Taylor. Uh-uh. I know there's a corner of the internet where I heard her red scarf own it, but like I refuse. It belongs no, to all specifically the... no, specifically like the folklore era. That that specific Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. That one. I mean, Taylor's making a comeback with all her recording of yeah, her, yeah, yeah. her album, her songs, and we're making a comeback with season two of the podcast. So Yay. I'm really so excited. We are back, and I think it's it's just been a great hiatus. I don't know about you, but I had a really good holiday, long form holiday. I got engaged, and uh-huh. that was fun. <laughs> Congratulations! So I think we had Thanks. told the pod, the pod squad, as kind of in part, a little in bit. Yeah, it was very yeah, brief. Yeah. yeah, but, this but is you are a fiance now, which is the best. I would like to become a fiance and just stay a fiance. I love those people who are like engaged for six years. It keeps us effervescent. It's like they can get married any second now. Who's to say? But right now they're just enjoying this time. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd rather be a fiance than a wife it gets oh to be wife. <laughs> i'm just kidding everyone i'm just playing around but also for real like a little bit i'm not like <laughs> i really am hugely invested in proposals i love them doesn't matter what the medium is it makes me cry i think the gesture is so sweet and so i am way more into being proposed to that i am into like in fact getting kind of stress me out because that's what you're doing now right you're planning a wedding that's true now How's we're that? busy planning it's actually really fun we've started quite early early ish on our side with the planning stuff well not really early we're just like doing things as often as we can uh, making decisions quite quickly and then moving on and not sort of dwelling on things and we're just actually having a lot of fun really enjoying it i think we just I think in a very good place in our lives and also in our relationship so it's just a really fun exciting experience um it's I mean I'm happy for you friend thanks yeah I can even hear the smile as I'm talking (laughs) I'm so happy you guys have been on quite the journey so I can't wait we have, yeah, we have. Um, I mean, it's really interesting, like navigating how we'll do with different family dynamics and all of that and friendship dynamics. But it's like the first big project we're planning together as a couple. So it's like a different dimension to your relationship to like figure out how you guys decide different things and pull things together. 
as a partnership. So that's really fun. But that's like my really big, my big change. Other than that, work has really been whatever. It's been work. But I'm like getting excited about new projects and doing things that are more creative and doing things with different people outside of work. So that's also really cool. Yeah. And yeah, tell us about you. Wow. What can I say? Well, my big change is I got a puppy. <laughs> Can you tell I'm a single woman in her 30s? Like, so <laughs> no, I did. I did. She's so cute. I love her so much. Her name is Nido. She's very sweet, but also a puppy. So it's like a lot. And I have to keep reminding myself yes. that like, this is a baby, five months mm. old. So you can't be too mean or too like yelly otherwise you'll traumatize yeah you'll traumatize the dog and just be like it's a lifetime take your time like just keep going yeah anyway that's that's pretty much what's happening it was a rough q4 like the end of 2021 was not playing with me it's been Mm. pretty uh i guess in the area of spirituality and like personal development it's been a quite a a a (laughs) jam-packed right you know like three to four month period of re-examining my life looking at the way that I move and what it what it is that I want for myself and what I want to grow into and all that sort of thing which is like great you know but it doesn't feel great if that makes any sense yeah Yeah. growing is not nice Exactly. Like, feel is nice. that comfortable? Yeah. <laughs> and work is fine as well. Like it's pretty standard, but but also there's some yes. momentum. I feel like the vibes of 2022 are giving me change, are giving me action, are giving me like, okay, come on, let's keep it moving. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. So I'm into Love it. it. I'm into it. Yeah. I must say, like having I, I was actually on somebody's some social media thing a while ago and someone was talking about just getting people's opinions about whether it's harder to have a new puppy or new baby which is like harder so if that's something you can compare then I think it's a really big life change oh my gosh it is because you have this tiny living thing that you can't communicate with at all and that's kind of on its own tip and you're like figuring out a little personality like what means I'm hungry what means I need this what means I I mean I don't have to breastfeed I suppose that's like a huge relief but I do have to feed 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 and my sleep is all over the place because this one wakes up and is like it's me time hi 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 <laughs> and i have to i'm supposed to supposedly just like ignore so they know you won't like wake up but that feels so hard and i know that that's similar oh. too anyway but let me down i'm not a parent i'm not about to put it out there and be like it is the same i don't want that heat i don't no, want that I smoke mean, it's very different <laughs> okay <laughs> you're, you're a dog parent and we congratulate you hi nina Benito. thank you but yeah Yeah, like it's just it's a new era for us in our personal lives and certainly a new era for the podcast. And I think it's just a conversation that we've been having where we want to take things from season one, which we really had a lot of fun. And I still I I would go back, listen to it and just like laugh. Um, And we just took a real journey and deep dive into one of our very favorite, all-time favorite shows, specifically Grey's Anatomy. I mean, we were looking at Grey's Anatomy adjacent shows and just shows in the Shondaland universe, but really it was a lot of Grey's Anatomy. And I think for the second season, we still want to, of course, be looking at Shondaland shows, but move away from the Grey's heavy content. I'm sure we'll speak about it here and there, but it's, we're good. We're good. I feel like Ellen Pompeo at this stage where I'm like a bit (laughs) indifferent. 
<laughs> I know she's become like a prisoner in her own home, you know, like she really she, wanted it to yes. be. It's so sad because she's done and she says it publicly, which is funny. And often yeah. she says she's done. They're like, we're in you for it. So funny. Yeah. I mean, look, we're in, we're lifers with grace. And I think in season one, we did exactly what we set out to do, which was absolutely we want to fully indulge in this little obsession of ours that we've talked about forever yeah. and just have fun and connect. And we did that. So good. <laughs> The end. Yeah, good. <laughs> and we have fun doing it. And I'm sure, like I said, we'll probably speak about it some more. But I think this season we'll be focusing on diversifying our narrative. Okay. And just, yeah, just looking more, I guess, at the other Shondaland shows right. that are We are a Shondaland dad podcast after all. So we want to lead way into that. And also Shonda's having a renaissance this year. What she went to Netflix to yes. do, a lot of it is coming to fruition this in year, 2022. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So so we'll be looking at, I mean, the new season of Bridgerton's coming out earlier than I thought it was coming out. Oh, really? So that's okay. really, yeah. Um, and then, of course, Inventing Anna is coming out, I uh-huh. think, this in February. By the time you hear this, it will probably be out. Um, if I'm, oh, yeah, I, I think it's coming wrong. out February 11th. Yeah, for sure by the time yeah, people hear yeah. this, because we'll already hear this later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll look at those shows. Well, I mean, by the time... Yeah, we'll be talking about um, inventing Anna at some stage um, very soon. And then I guess we'll also look at other, you know, Grey's Anatomy, not not just Grey's, but Shondaland stars that we love that have are in other shows like The Good Fight um, with, who, you know, our fave Audrey McDonald. And then a kitsch show, Emily in Paris, which has Kate Walsh. <laughs> and we'll have, give our thoughts about that. No. And then, of course, other, you know, contemporary shows. Because we we love talking TV is what you and I do a lot of the time. Really looking at a lot more social commentary and pop culture, which is just come into our conversations. That's basically what we're doing this new season and hopefully doing some more interviews. And I don't know if you've listened to the very last episode of season one. We had a guest on the pod. So we're hoping to have more guests and then also maybe do some interviews and do more of just a, a lot more wider aspect of television and things that we love and I'm hoping that Portia will indulge me and that we will be able to speak about some reality tv as well oh my gosh (laughs) okay I mean the thing is it's just that you'll be in charge of the reality tv show I know the only reality tv I watched well religiously was so you think you could dance and then yes I like all the audition parts of the voice because I like yes. being surprised and then I fall off but nothing else I don't I don't really watch anything else I've been thinking about because I was in a conversation with people who were talking about too hot to handle and yes. it, I'm just too judgmental like still about that sort of thing I'm like come on people this can't be how we're spending our time <laughs> like the, <laughs> but apparently I mean, the, oh you know what I have watched I've seen the circle because it's very wholesome you've seen a circle I've never seen a circle so yeah 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 how about this I I, I, okay, I, I was similar to you specifically with Too Hot to Handle. I haven't watched the first two seasons, but I watched this latest one and actually just like went full in and I and I just wow. took it for what it was. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. Okay. So how about you watch this latest season of Too Hot to Handle and I'll watch one of the seasons of the, cir- the Circle. And okay. also, Portia, the new season of Love, Love is Blind is coming this February uh, or in February as well. So please, please, please do this. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can suspend. 
right cynicism about that sort of thing it's just because i i'm too empathic as you said i can watch a lot of television because i'm like I, I can get into the shoes of these creators what story are they trying to tell like even if it's a bad show i can sort of be like so many people worked hard on this like what's going on yes with love is blind and that's sort of, it feels it's too much um i feel too uh <laughs> to impl- like I can't because I'm like I can't do it because I can't imagine I'm like I would never put myself in a situation <laughs> of just blind meeting someone and then it's just televised and I don't know how it's gonna go I don't know what's gonna come out at the end everybody's just watching me have all these vulnerable emotions and also am I having them am I performing them the whole experiences of it like gives me so much anxiety I know the people there are free they chose it they're okay but true but I don't also, know, but okay okay uh, we'll watch it together maybe that will help me let's watch it together and I think one of the things I'd love to do specifically with reality TV in this podcast is like talking about we love story and I think that's what we will be talking a lot about and the truth is even in reality TV I mean sometimes we bite into the reality part way too much when the truth is the producers of all of these shows are making a a TV show and they're telling a specific story about different couples different everything aligns with the a very specific storyline that they're supposed to be telling. Yeah. It's just very interesting. I think it's because of the way I've been watching The Bachelor of Late, really as a piece of media. Uh, one of the podcasts that I love listening to um, speaks about it as pro wrestling, where it's like, it's all fake, but people, the audience really yeah, needs okay. to be real. Yeah. And to watch it with that critical eye, but also be able to enjoy it, enjoy it for exactly that, that this is what they're doing. It's just a sh- like, they're making up this thing. To be able to critically watch these shows, the way we do a, a succession, a, you know, euphoria, an Ozark, that sort of discussion. So I'm really hoping that we'll be able to do that as well. We'll see, we'll see. And I think also I should I should invest and start from the beginning and go on the journey of the full story because I think my problem too is I have sometimes watched The Bachelor when you've asked me to and said like you have to see this thing. So when I tune in, I'm at like hometown and the oh, conversation course, the yes. people are having seems ludicrous to me. I'm like, <laughs> why are you talking to each other like this? I just watch you. I, you just mean so much to me already. And they're like outside on a ranch. It's about to rain. What? Like, how am I supposed to believe in any of that? Anyway, anyway, I'll stop there. But yeah. I mean, I love that perspective as well. So. <laughs> I remember the last time you told me to watch to see when that guy went a bit, he lost his mind and gas with the bachelorette a lot. Yeah. And when she arrives to him, she like runs and jumps in his arms. Like, like, (laughs) and I was just like, oh no. I could just feel (laughs) that the producers has been like, okay, don't go up to him again, run and jump. Like that they tried it several different times to get a certain effect. But anyway, we're here to be entertained. So why am I being judgy? Exactly. Let's, let's be entertained and let's entertain the people We're really excited for this new era, this new season, and we really hope that you'll enjoy it with us. Mm. But for now, let's do just a very quick fire thing where okay. we talk about some of our quick fire. You know, Is that rapid quick fire? fire. <laughs> oh, rapid fire. Should have said like quick burn, quick flame, quick flame. Yes, let's do quick flame. Okay, that's what we call it. We're playing a quick flame game. Okay, it's not we're not we don't do rapid fire. We do quick flames. Okay.
I love it. It's gonna stay. It's gonna stay. It's a hundred percent staying. Look how organically it arose. I love it. Um. So, what are your top five shows, just off the top of your head, that you watched this past the just the last three or four months? Well, for sure, the first one that came to mind was uh, Ted Lasso. I watched Ted Lasso it, it, like a while ago. I think I may have even mentioned when we were recording the last uh, podcast. I started watching it probably November-ish, maybe December. Mm. And I was just immediately like, I was so in. I was, it's, it's sweet. It's really diverse, but in a way that it like makes sense to the situation because it's mm-hmm. a soccer team. It's filled with people from yes. different countries and he's American going to England. So it's not fake. You know what I mean? Not that thing of like, okay, we're going to do a law firm, but now we're United Colors of Bennett to dig it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> or we're yes. like Gossip Girl. I don't know if you've seen the new Gossip Girl where it's just like, LOL, like the Upper East Side still ain't this black. Like, what are we do- What are we doing? But anyway, it's just so sweet. I love that show so much. It makes me feel good inside. Actually, it's the first show. Um, I mean, it's short, so that's helpful. Like, the yeah. episodes are 20, 25 minutes. But I finished it and I rewatched it. Like oh, I haven't wow. done that. I don't usually rewatch shows I've seen unless I like have a reason to or I want to see a random episode. But I did. I rewatched it and I also would be like, I want to see that episode again. I want to rewind to that moment. I want to so highly recommend. I truly loved it. And then Did you watch <clears throat> um season one and two? Yeah. We're like near the end of season two. So yeah. Okay. Oh, you watched it. Oh, I thought you hadn't seen it yet. It's oh, cute. no, no. I, I'm with 10 out of 10. Rick, highly recommend. 10 out of 10. They've, they've, they've just like tapped into something because it's so sincere, mm. but somehow not cheesy. But it is cheesy. But, it's but it also is cheesy, like- yeah fun Not. to watch you know what i yeah. mean uh so that's comedy and then i actually still have comedy just like last week i got back into blackish i hadn't oh. seen it but i was just like i need to get out of the heaviness because what i had done was watched ozark binge watched ozark um, which is actually also low-key a comedy like it has so many funny moments also jason bateman's face makes me laugh it doesn't because right. of arrested development like when he's around i'm like i'm just like ready to giggle but it's a, it's a dark show it's pretty heavy it's about money laundering yeah. which is cool because usually all the crime shows will be focused just on the drugs and selling the drugs but not on the money laundering and so that's interesting because i've learned a lot about that and it's just well written once again like dexter like uh, you which I know you watched recently I just love a show that just layers and layers and stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks and that like unravels uh, at the end uh, fixes all the problems they created or you get answers that you were waiting for one thing that Ozark does do that every single time I'm like god damn kind of Grace used to be like that um somebody that you were not expecting to get killed always gets killed and it, it just it shocks you even though you know it's happened right. before it just hits you right in the chest you're just like yeah. wait because you just cannot see it coming if you've been watching the show it's like what what like and, and then they just leave you hanging and they, they're like see you next in a year and a half you know <laughs> next season well yeah. i love that you mentioned both of the shows because I remember Jason Bateman and Jason Sudeikis um, yeah. from Horrible Bosses. And I yes. loved them both in Horrible Bosses. Yes, so yes, yes. I'm, I'm yes, glad yes. that they're getting this moment um, on like, uh-huh. you know, these really big television shows. For sure. And Ozark is a drama, but I guess because Jason Bateman's a comedian, he can't. And he's always been the best at being someone 
sarcastic so the, the just his lie delivery is what makes it funny and the memes all across black twitter are about how he hasn't smiled in four seasons and how he keeps his cool and keeps his calm in the craziest situations though what my brother sent me said like marty bird which is his character will be on the phone uh with someone being like i'm gonna kill your whole family and he'll be like <laughs> Um, okay, yes, well, I hope that that doesn't happen. Like, yeah, that's literally how this character is. I hope it doesn't happen like that. Like, he's just very calm. And there's this character, Ruth, who is just this rough, tough chick from, like, a a family with a bad reputation. You know, they're like the criminal rednecks of the neighborhood, as, you know, they call them. And she's just so, she's just so feisty. She says the F word like nobody. (laughs) I have seen on television to this point. And she has kind of like a high voice, you know? So it's very yeah. like intense and a, and a very uh, serious accent. And she's just glorious to watch, as is Laura Liddy. Laura of Liddy course, yeah. is an incredible actress. And this character is so... Ooh, she's, she's hard for me. Because, you know, sometimes I'm like, okay, you're focused. Your family is a, a heap of trouble. I get what you have to do, what you have to do. But also, Wendy, stop it! <laughs> You're doing too much. Anyway, as you can see, I I binge watched. Like I, I'm in the world. My favorite my emotions thing about are still this, like high. Yeah. My favorite thing about this quick flame is that it's really a deep dive. <laughs> and only into one show. Okay, I'll say my last two shows and we can go. They were more like background passing bys. I watched the the Wheel of Time on right. Amazon Prime. I like watching fantasy shows. Let me tell you something. I also watched Game of Thrones. I could not tell you what's going on. I never know what's going on. <laughs> I never actually understand, but I love the costumes. I love the special effects of it all. I love the uh, drama. Yes, but like the epic drama, the like Odyssey, like Greek tragedy. You know what I mean? Like there are five who must come together as one to fight the dark force. (laughs) I love that. Are you <laughs> like that's my jam? Who will be the hero? Uh, the group is torn asunder. Five of them are split across the nation. How will they come together again? You know, I, the cliff notes are there. Like, I get it. There's like these five kids. There's this lady. She's from these, like, kind of like these witch women, but they also have political issues between them. Sophie Okonedo is in the show. She's in charge of them and she's beautiful. She sits okay. on this thing called the Avalon Throne. Ooh. It's very intense. <laughs> anyway, and most importantly, the main women, so Rosamund Pike plays like this lead yes. character from these women who are like witches and guardians of some witches, I say, but I, you know, I know that that means a different thing, but they have powers. They could talk to the source and like move things and uh, they're called the Aes Sedai and each Aes Sedai has a warder and there is one warder named Lan and he's played by this actor Daniel Henney and he is a good 78% of the reason I did tune back in every week (laughs) he is beautiful and I mean that just like aesthetically very pleasing you know it's a good time you you that you that um TikTok thing or that meme that meme where it's like uh the show's very good and then or the plot's so good. And then they say, and then they show you the picture of the plot. Oh. And it's like the guy. Yes, <laughs> the I think that's the one. I hope it's him. I hope it's him. All I know is like, I was watching it. I was like, that's something ain't right. Now, is this allowed? Is this allowed? Are you allowed to be this fine? Because like people on TV are generally beautiful. Like that's the game. Like they make them look nice. But something is like, uh-uh, this too much. This is You're extra. to it a level of, of like heat. That's not necessarily required, sir. You know, like, so, anyway. 
Uh, I saw The Wheel of Time. And then also there was this show on FX called Why the Last Man, which I kind of got into by mistake. I was just bored and I was like, what's this about? And it's apparently it's based on a comic book. And one day all the men die, you know, so I immediately I was interested. I was like, tell me everything. (laughs) You got me. (laughs) You got me. Except one. And I don't know if it's accurate to the to the comic book, but in the show, he's also the son of the vice president who then obviously becomes president. And you would really enjoy it because it, it's got all it mixes in everything like the conservative women are in with the liberal women and they've taken over. And so they're fighting about how to go about like figuring out what's wrong. And she's Diane Lane plays the president. Okay. Yeah. And so they're trying to get the set away with like this top geneticist woman so that they could figure out what's going on. Like how come he survived? See if they can fix the issue. Amber Tamlin it is very good in it. She plays the conservative woman and she's all like, no, we've got to have more babies. We've got to catch this man because uh, and uh, it's just very good. I, I highly recommend actually. It's action-packed. It's very much like, what, what, what are those shows? It's Walking Dead vibes. Like, oh, okay. you know, like the daughter of the of the president ends up in like this faction of women where Missy Pyle, I always think of her as the mean lady in uh, Bringing Down the House. Uh, this is, that's just okay. such a random reference. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, she is, she's like taken over a, a big store, a big box store, like a Walmart. And she's living there with these women. And she's all like, we're finally free of the men. Like, let's go. But then after a while, you're a little bit like, does she have a screw loose? Like, is this who we want to charge of us? Hey. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah. Those are well, what about you? Sorry about my deep dive. I know it was meant to be. A no, no, I love it. I yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to add extra shows okay. and not go into, into them deep just because... I feel like I deserve them at this stage. You do, you do, you do, you do. Okay, so one I actually hadn't thought about, but I just thought about when you were speaking was The Silent Scene. Oh. On Netflix, it's a Korean, South Korean show. It's about these people, uh, these astronauts and scientists who go to um, the moon because uh, there's a mysterious, I won't even reveal the, the, the storyline. Basically, they go to the moon on this mysterious project to go and collect some, bring back uh, so, some samples back to Earth. Okay. And it's like a post-apocalyptic time. Mm-hmm. Well, not apocalyptic, but basically the world has, there's no more water. Climate change has gotten so oh. bad that like we're rationing water and selling it. So yeah. it's very, very good. Highly recommend. And then the other one that I thought of that has just left my mind, I'll come back to it, but it's okay. Succession. Oh, which of course. I just, so I, I mean, you used to, you were watching Succession and I wasn't watching it. And um, Greg, my fiance was watching it. And I was just like, I'd watched the first episode and I was just like, I don't get it. No, no, not for me. And then before this last season came out, so I was like, let me just watch the show. Everyone, like Portia says it's good. Greg says it's good. Everyone says it's good. Let me watch it. Went right into it, um, binge watched, and then was in time for this new season. Mind completely blown. I love that show. It's bananas. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the pod. So I won't go too deep it's into that. It's so funny. I remember you told me, like you said, like you don't, you didn't watch, want to watch Ozark because of the coloring. Like the sepia yes. tone is like too much 
much for you. So when I first saw the trailer for Succession, I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch this. This feels like these people are trying to be cool and high-minded and hyper-realistic and it's rich. I'm going to hate this. So that's actually what put me off the first episode of Succession was the color. This just feels a little bit depressing and dark. I'm not doing this. Peace out, not me. But then I just powered through and I didn't have to power through much because it's really brilliant. So that's one we definitely have to t- t- uh, chat yeah. about. It's funny Insecure. Yeah. Oh, Insecure is over. I'm so sad. I, I'm, yeah. Look, again, I had never watched it until last year, just oh before the final gosh, season. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. So, so you really watched it all. I binged it just before the final season was over. So I actually wasn't spoiled, um, which is quite nice. And oh, what fantastic story writing and just yeah so good Issa Rae is uh, wow wow like wow, that's wow. why she is who she is that's wow. why she get, really brilliant storytelling really so great artistic brilliant. vision really just incredible like everything came together perfectly the clothes the music the oh, yes. characters the everything actors, everything yeah everything yeah. the side um, actors the like the guests yes. i mean what do you do that guy the the friend who gives always the worst advice oh yes, who's yes, yes in the show maybe like five times in total but it's just so it's, incredible. Thug Yoda, you know, from the dudes. Yes. The way he keeps asking Issa if she's gay and like just being like, take yes. your time. Like, don't even worry about <laughs> And like just refusing and only doesn't say the word C at all. Like it's, yes. it's incre- like I j- the letter C rather. Just so many little things like that. Like oh, just being. It's, it's so just, good. Ugh, chef's kiss. I it, love it. Chef's kiss. Um, I remember the show I want to talk about because we were talking about um, horrible bosses or I was talking about yeah, horrible yeah. bosses. And I re- thought of Jennifer Aniston and it's the mm-hmm. morning show. And, you know, I love me some morning show. So that's uh, the, new the morning show. Came out last that is, year. It's legitimately not a good show, though, but like it's very watchable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> will not be allowed. No, no, no. I really love that show. And yes, loved it. And then Yellow Jackets, which I really want a lot of people to watch, especially if you like the kind of thriller horror genre, but Mm. women leading this show, the women leading the show are fantastic, young to old. And I just, it actually reminds me of, um, because Christina Ritchie's in this, in this show, and she did a movie years ago with uh, Ro- Ro- Rosie. I can't remember what Rosie's surname is, but um, years ago, which had the sort of similar timeline of before and then now. It was called Now and Then. I don't know if you ever, ever watched that. I think Demi Moore was in that movie. But Christina Ritchie was like one of the young, younger versions of the, the older actresses. I loved that movie. But it was it's like a similar when we were younger and then now we're older sort of vibe. And I absolutely highly recommend that show. There's a second season coming out later this year, hopefully. Um, so loved it. Oh, and Yellow then, Jacket season two later this year already? Well, they start filming, I think, pretty soon. I could, okay. could be, and I think a lot of the filming was in Canada. Yeah, so they'll film pretty soon, which is around the timeline they filmed it when they originally filmed. So 
the, the hope is that it'll come out again like yeah. November-ish. It's so and similar then, to this other show on Amazon called The Wilds. I mean, the difference is ty- The Wilds is, is more like Lost, I guess. And it stays yes. kind of on the young people. And as far as time jumping goes, just tells you about their earlier life. You don't see them in right. their future. And and this Yellow Jackets feels a bit... It does. It, ha- it has like a horror element to it. But The Wilds has more of like a sci-fi experiment. What's really going on here element to it. But yes. B- but the premise, the like... Here's a group of young girls that got that whose plane crashed and they ended up oh, on an yes. island. It's like a li- literally the same. same. Yeah. Right, right, right. Look, I love me a show that's got culty vibes. So Yeah, you do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I yes. Love okay, okay. So and then my last ones, I just want to honorably mention um Money Heist because you mentioned the Wheel of Time and the professor. In Money Heist. Yes, he's was, in, the Wheel, of in time. the Wheel of Time. Yes, yes. So yeah, brilliant. loved the end of Money Heist um, I as well. I haven't seen it, last hey? year. Don't tell me. The, I oh, you, literally have... am still in season one of Money Heist. Oh my word. I wish I was you because it's like, it's an incredible journey to be on. Is I'm it? So happy because I really just stopped. Like I stopped somewhere in the middle of season one. I was told it's good. And I mean, it went for five seasons. So I imagine it's not bad. It's um, really good. And, and I think I get why you stopped. Because I, in the beginning of like first season, I was just like, oh, okay, I'll just keep going because Gregory really likes the show. Yeah. But it really gets, I think it's, it gets very good. And then my last one that I'll talk about, and I think, I mean, I don't think we'll be able to talk about anything else. No, we won't. Is, is You, which um, again, remember I hadn't watched any of it and I binged it after this, you know, this last uh, season came out. I yeah. started it um, from the beginning, obsessively binging it and we will definitely have to talk about it on the show because you oh, and I yeah. have thoughts. We do have, we definitely have to have a show about you. We will find a way to make sure it ties back to Shondaland, even if the only connection is that Shonda's at Netflix now. Uh, yes, <laughs> if that's the only thing, it's fine. But I'm sure there's an actor that's crossed over. We'll find a way. Somebody has we'll been in the Shondaland. Yeah, exactly. We'll figure it out. And I think we'll do more <clears throat> of this quick flame in our, in our upcoming episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, for sure. We can quick frame so many things. Yeah, I'm so I'm so excited for this new season and I'm so excited to do this to do this again with you, Porsche, and to like explore yeah. new parts of ourselves and of TV and pop culture and just all the things we love. So thank you everyone for joining us and yes. um let's go season two. Let's go season two. Oh, we didn't even prepare a quote. Are we gonna keep doing the quotes? You know what? I'll find one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it will be in this episode. So fear not, everybody. You'll hear it. You'll hear a quote. Oh, we could just be like, episode. okay, everybody, remember, live, laugh, laugh. What is it? I can't even get it out. Live, laugh, laugh. Love is the Do last you know what? Actually, I think the, the actual perfect quote for this one is what we're doing specifically for the second season is, you know, stepping out into the unknown. Yeah, and assuming it will be brilliant. And we say every week. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Dobbs. This is really great. Thanks, Bosh. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at assume it will be brilliant pod. And if you have any queries, 
questions or comments, please email us at assumeitwillbebrilliant at gmail.com. And remember, step out into the unknown, assuming it will be brilliant. If you want to support the show and help other people find us, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts.